0: Hi, this is Flita with Women Ministering and today is May 28, 2020 and I want to welcome you to Women Ministering, a place for women who are changing the world by sharing God's love. And today we're going to talk about living in the power of joy. 22 ways to live in the power of joy today. So how do you live in the power of joy every day? Or What does it mean to find strength through joy? I'm sure you've heard about both things and sometimes it might seem impossible. Um, Those questions might seem to be really difficult to answer in these times right now. Our circumstances circumstances with COVID-19 and all of the uncertainty and changes and not knowing from one day to the next exactly what's going to take place Um, it's very difficult, and the emotions that are elicited can often overwhelm us and really leave us weak and tired. But in the Bible, joy is a very real and powerful force in our lives, and in fact, it's mentioned 396 times in the form of joy, joyful, rejoice, rejoicing, 396 times in the Old Testament, and 134 times in the New Testament. That's a total of 530 times that the Bible talks about some form of joy. And I found that in the New King King James Version. You might find a different number in a different version. Um, But I did a search in Bible Gateway and that's what I had. Now that alone is something to rejoice over. When anything is mentioned that many times in the Bible, it means it's important because God doesn't just throw out random thoughts. He's not like us. He doesn't, you know, just talk mindlessly. His words all have a place of importance in our daily lives. And Jesus told us he wanted to share his joy with us. I just think that's an amazing thing. In John 15, 11, in the voice, it says, my purpose, he was talking to his disciples, my purpose for telling you these things and the Jews he was talking to, is so that the joy that I experience will fill your hearts with overflowing gladness. That's what Jesus wants for us. And so his words should fill us, fill us with some hope because he wants us to experience his joy But how can joy give you power? That might be another question that you have. So to answer that, let's look at some scriptures. Romans 15, 13 in the Passion Translation says, Now may God, the inspiration and fountain of hope, fill you to overflowing with uncontainable joy and perfect peace as you trust in him. And may the power of the Holy Spirit continually surround your life with his superabundance until you radiate with hope. Psalm 1611 says you made known to me the path of life in your presence. There is fullness of joy at your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Now, those two scriptures alone tell us that God is our fountain of hope, that he's going to fill us with overflowing and uncontainable joy and give us perfect peace and that the power of the Holy Spirit will continually surround our life with his superabundance until we radiate with joy. And then Psalm 1611 tells us where to find joy in his presence. John 1713 in the Passion says, but now I'm returning to you So, Father, I pray that they will experience and enter into my joyous delight in you so that it is fulfilled in them and overflows. Now, that's beautiful. Again, he wants us to have the same joy in God that he has. Psalm 51.12 in the Passion says, Let my passion for life be restored tasting joy in every breakthrough you bring to me. Hold me close to you with a willing spirit that obeys whatever you say. Now, there's another way to find joy, joy in every breakthrough that he brings to each of us. First Peter 1.8 in the Passion says, You love him, Jesus, passionately, although you did not see him but through believing in him you are saturated with an ecstatic joy, indescribably sublime and immersed in glory. What a promise! Nehemiah 8.10 says, Then he said to them, this is Nehemiah talking to the children of Israel, Go your way, eat the fat, drink the sweet, and send portions to those for whom nothing is prepared, for this day is holy to our Lord. Do not sorrow, For the joy of the Lord is your strength, and that, of course, is one of the most famous scriptures in the Bible. Romans 14.17 in the Passion says, For the kingdom of God is not a matter of rules about food and drink, but it is in the realm of the Holy Spirit filled with righteousness, peace, and joy. Philippians 4.4 in the Voice says, Most of all, friends, always rejoice in the Lord. I never tire of saying it. Rejoice. And how often? Always. Now, I could have added a lot more scripture, but I think that through this, um, you, you understand the power of joy, along with the fact that it is meant to be part of our daily lives. There's no mention of exceptions. It doesn't say, well, you could be joyful, but... Whether we're hurting, afraid, alone, persecuted, confused, or even like now when our world's been turned upside down, we are still to rejoice. We're not told to rejoice in our circumstances. No, we are told to rejoice in the Lord. To find our strength in Jesus, not what's happening around us. We're told to find joy in his presence not in the world, and to find ecstatic joy in our salvation. Have you ever tried to force yourself to rejoice? I have, and it isn't easy, and I'm sure you probably have had the same experience that it's really hard to force yourself to rejoice. But like everything we really want to do, it's possible. Rejoicing in the midst of being flat broke is a definite challenge. One day a few years ago, I was having a little talk with God and I was explaining to him that our current circumstances were far less than ideal and I wasn't happy. We had started a church in the full belief that this was his will, but we were broke due to some circumstances beyond our control, and I mean broke. Um, Our support had stopped suddenly with absolutely no notice ahead of time. And so we had no control over that. There was nothing we could do. And I was questioning. And then God decided to ask me a question. He said, I thought you said you would do this no matter what. Well, I didn't want to be reminded of that because I had conveniently forgotten it. As we were praying several years before about this undertaking, I had told God I would obey no matter what. Famous last words. Well, my next reaction was just to start laughing at myself because yes, I had said that and meant it at the time when I had money in the bank. But in the back of my mind, I obviously had some exceptions like, except I want to have money in the bank at all times. So I laugh, and I I laughed, asked God to forgive me, and I pledged to walk in faith and rejoice and be glad and give thanks for what I had right at the moment. James 1, 2-3 in the NIV says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Well, I don't most of the time when I'm reading that verse, it's okay. But there have been times in my life when I really didn't like it. I didn't want to consider it pure joy um, when I was going through a trial or a test. And, But there I was trying to practice James 1, 2 to 3. Again, the rejoicing is in the situation, not for it. That's an important distinction. I wasn't rejoicing that we had suddenly lost our income, but I was rejoicing in the goodness of God, his love, his salvation, his mercy, his faithfulness. And guess what? We made it through, our bills were paid, and we were restored in the midst of the trial. We turned our eyes to God and we rejoiced because of his exceeding greatness. And God provided a completely unexpected job right there in town um, that I could work at, and we had income again. We are to rejoice and be glad. Rejoice is joy in action. Psalm 118, 22 to 24 in the NIV says, "'The stone the builders rejected,' who is Jesus, "'has become the cornerstone. "'The Lord has done this. And it is marvelous in our eyes. The Lord has done it this very day. Let us rejoice today and be glad. So there you go. We know what we're supposed to do and we know when we're supposed to do it. Did you know that joy and peace go together? We read earlier that the kingdom of God is not about meat and drink or food and drink. It's about righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Also, two of the nine fruit of the Holy Spirit are peace and joy. And James told us to find joy in trials. When our joy is in the Lord, when we're focused on him and his goodness, when we're refusing to give in to fear, The joy of the Lord will be our strength and we will be kept in peace because he is peace. So how do we live in the power of joy? Well, again, right now, our world is filled with a lot of fear and chaos. People are trying to find relief and some joy and happiness in things like singing at their windows. And that's wonderful. It's great for temporary relief, but it doesn't last. True joy provides lasting strength and peace. Theopedia gives a wonderful definition of joy. It says, joy is a state of mind and an orientation of the heart. It is a settled state of contentment, confidence, and hope. It is something or someone that provides a source of happiness. Now think about that. Joy is a state of mind. It's an orientation of the heart. It is a settled state of contentment, confidence, and hope. Webster's dictionary defines rejoice and delight and uh, joy and rejoice and delight, sorry, this way it's to experience great pleasure or delight, the emotion evoked by well being, success, or good fortune, or by the prospect of possessing what one desires. Delight is a festival, uh, exceedingly glad, joyful, mirth, pleasure, rejoicing. So if we can view joy as a state of mind and an orientation of our heart, it helps us understand the power and the strength that comes from it. It is a settled state of contentment. That is strength. Anytime time we can be settled in something, nothing is going to rock us or move us. Contentment is different than momentary happiness. It's defined this way in vocabulary.com. Contentment is not an excited kind of happy. It's more like a peaceful ease of mind. It's being satisfied with what you have, whatever it is. And joy is much the same. It's a deep satisfaction and contentment that is unchanged by circumstance. Joy can be found in sacrifice. Um, Hebrews 12, 1-2 gives us this example of joy found in sacrifice using Jesus as the example. The joy he anticipated was not the joy of being crucified. It says it wasn't in the, he just endured the cross because his eye was on something greater. His joy was that of seeing you and I reconciled to the Father and knowing that as that happened, we would be able to spend eternity together. It was a selfless motivation and it carried him through from beginning to end. That's what it means to live in the power of joy. So I'm going to summarize how we can live today and every day in the power of joy. We have to take action. We have to set our minds and hearts on Christ and resolve to live in the power and strength of joy. I am going to read 22 ways for you to live in the power of joy today, and each one has a scripture associated with it. I'm not going to read every scripture reference. Instead, if you will go to the to the website womenministering.com and then just search for 22 ways to live in the power of joy today or just the power of joy, you'll find this blog and at the bottom of it there's going to be this pretty little image that tells you that there's a scripture printable there that you can download with every these 22 points on living in the power of joy and the whole scripture written out. So how can you live? What are the 22 ways? First, you find joy in worship. You find it in God's house, in the Lord, in restoration. Um, Psalm 1611 says you find it in God's presence. You find it in sacrifice in Psalm 27.6, in salvation, at the altar of God. You find joy in tears, according to Psalm 126.5. You can even find joy in your own words. Go to Proverbs 15.23 and read it. You find joy in goodness, humility, fasting, in Christ, in prayer, in finishing the race, in the Holy Spirit, in comfort, in patience and long suffering, and you find it in others and in trials. Now if you want to know more about joy, read more about it, go to BibleGateway.com and when the page comes up at the top of the page, You'll see a little box and you can type in the word joy or rejoice or whatever it is that you want to look for. Then to the right of that, choose whatever translation you would like to read it in and hit enter. And it's going to bring up a list. And it is amazing to read through each one of them and see the part that joy and rejoicing play in our lives. Now, again, I've included the scripture reading list for you of the 22 ways to live in the power of joy Um, and the references there. But the whole scripture is written out. So be sure to go to the website, find that blog and then go down to the bottom. And it's a free download. You don't have to do anything except click on it, download it and print it. So rather than focusing on fear or worry, focus on joy. It's going to bring you strength and peace as you take action. Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say, rejoice. Download the printable, and I want to thank you so much for listening to this blog. I really, really appreciate your participation. Um, You'll find my email address on the website, and I would love to hear from you. If you have a question or a need, be sure to get in touch with me. Um, And again, I so appreciate you being here, and I look forward to seeing you next time at Women Ministering.